This podcast contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Creepy Cannabis Podcast, where we chat all things creepy, cannabis, true crime, paranormal, and weird. I couldn't even say a word just then. <laughs> I'm Wait, Madeline. I'm Rachel. It's very important that I tell you right now that um, I finally got a therapist who believed in my struggles and prescribed me medication, but I just took Zoloft for the first time like 40 minutes ago maybe Mm -hmm. and it's definitely I am very weak about medication like I'm a little bit of a puss Um, so it's definitely like I'm feeling a little I'm feeling a little vibey right now she's vibing yeah but I'm also slurring so (laughs) it's like a combo (laughs) Um, it's also 4th of July so you're welcome for the it's not gunshots I can assure you the entire time I mean you know um yes but i'm back fucking thank <laughs> god i mean i love sean more than was, almost anything he's good i love creature more than him obviously <laughs> that's obvious but he was so concerned with doing a good job that when i told him like when i called him that day and was like you're in he was like oh my god I gotta do my notes i said For the fuck you're, you're listening you're literally <laughs> listening to me you should have made him do the episode. So instead of telling <laughs> jokes, though, every time I would tell a joke, he'd be like, but how do you feel about that? <laughs> like, did you notice that when you were editing it? Like, he'd be like, okay, but here's my interpretation of the situation as it stands. And I'm like, like I wasn't yeah, asking. some fucking douche wagon did some shit. It's rude. It's really, it's really rude. Okay, Kim? It's just rude. So, but y'all, listen. Most importantly, my therapist, let me tell you how this went down, right? We had the meeting. Mm-hmm. It was two and a half hours, so like she was putting in work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the end, I received my diagnosis and all of that. And she was like, um, you'll be starting Zoloft. She gave me medication to suppress my dreams. I had really bad lucid dreams at night. She was like, um, here's the information for your medical cannabis card. So we're about to get fucked <laughs> we're up. We're about to get moving forward. <laughs> Um... Movie. She was so cute. So first of all, she looks just like Betty White. Oh, but like her hair's not white, but like otherwise, mm-hmm. same person. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what I was so talking cute. about, but she was like, she was like, have you ever card. smoked cannabis? And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's like, does that help? And I was like, oh yes, exponentially. And she's like, okay. Well, my concern is your safety, and you know when you get the cannabis off the streets, it can have anything in there, but when you get it from the dispensary it is regulated Mm, it's true so she was like okay and then she was like and also send me your fmla paperwork which is like paperwork for the state we live in that um qualifies people with family medical leave act yeah so it's like um if you are adopting a a baby Mm -hmm. if you like certain things like maybe your company doesn't have fertility caring for an elderly parent mm -hmm. um taking time off before a family member's deployed Uh, and then like i think you can use it for like um 
paternal leave. Yes. And you can use it for serious medical conditions, which, you know. Yeah. I'm a bubbly, happy person, but I obviously went to therapy because I needed some support. So she Who said, doesn't need a little support? I've been smoking weed for 10 years. Yeah. That's my support. And here's the thing. Like, I'm a little bit scared of big pharma. Like, it's just a fact. However, it is important to know that I also believe that there are situations that call for modern medicine. Like, we've all gone oh, sure. to the doctors, probably. Take my doll. My, yes. <laughs> fucking mm. excedrin if mm. that there was a time side note very fast that excedrin was back ordered the same company that makes excedrin my doll um, is excedrin is um isn't it? makes no. like a heart medication we used to carry it in old practice and they like had to stop making stuff for a year because of like a issue with their product oh i almost fucking perished that's horrible but my mom's been on medication her whole life um i have other family members on medication and they're just my family members have been taking have taken antidepressants and clinical depression you just deserve to take care of yourself yeah so she was like send me that for you it's right for you and if you because fmla is unpaid but she was like if you need that time sean was so great he was like girl i got you i'll start doing postmates in the evening while you take some time off he's a sweet angel most importantly my boss my new boss who proves that management is life mm-hmm. she texted me when i had to call out last minute because i had to finish my evaluation and like get some medical stuff done to get put on safe medication sure um she said oh you're not to think of this building for another moment today you take care of yourself and then when i came into work today she had all my fmla stuff right away and she was like i'm just checking in to see if you feel you need to be here today because i just want you to know you don't need to be here today and it was the most thoughtful i try to do that at work (laughs) i think it can be difficult because there are people who abuse this there are people that abuse it but you can tell when people aren't and i'll literally be like get out of here yes leave i also feel like i'm i'm a super hard worker but i was getting to the point where i was feeling like i was gonna start lying to get out of work because i was mm-hmm. having like depression episodes mm-hmm. and like oh, life's hard like that shit com- compacts and i was like oh she com- um it's compact mm-hmm. in here but she was really cute that's all i wanted to say i feel like i'm jazzed now to film so i'm perking up a little though excellent that's really all the news i had Oh, I don't know if you like fully listened when you're editing. Mm-hmm. I didn't share any information I did. pertaining to your absence and mm-hmm. had decided to leave that up to you if you ever mm-hmm. wanted to discuss that. But I did not just put you on blast. Yes, we had a loss in the family. Our dog, which for some people, it's not a family member. Those people are sadists. Correct. <laughs> if for literally, I would be like the guy on New Girl having a fucking memorial. I have taken... A grievance, a bereavement day for my last two dogs. I think you should. Well, this one, I was actually there when we had to put her to sleep. It was traumatic from what was explained to me. I wasn't it was comfortable. Long. It was a long process, and it is very grounding yes. to see that. I am sadly a little bit hardened just because I do, I've worked in the vet field mm-hmm. for, you know, 10 plus years, but just take my word for it. Because, like, it's it. one thing, my, all my other dogs, it's like, I got a call. 
Yeah, you didn't have to be. I didn't see it happen. I've had to be present for so many other people's people who are very hysterical. People are soulless. I like tried me. not to be. We tried not to be hysterical, but we were both. You we were literally all three just silently sobbing because my mom was like, "Don't, don't stress her out." Oh like, yeah, because you don't want her yeah. to be upset. Her name was Cl- Claire. Her name? Claire. Her name was Claire. Yeah, but um, it is really hard, and you know. It's, it's worse because she was young and it was cancer. Yeah, and also, like, your mom did so much to I try know. to take care of her, and it because just kept coming a, back a family member. all the chemo. Like, you yeah. would not find a person who put more effort in to trying she to... Did, she would drive two hours each way <clears throat> once a week, like, almost every week. Yeah, for, for months now. For a year. Yeah. For one year. I didn't realize it's been that long. Mm-hmm. I knew it was We started her chemo months. last summer in, like, June. Late I feel like it's difficult too with clients because you do have to train yourself not to be emotional because some mm-hmm. clients want to cry with you and mm-hmm. want to feel that but some don't want that so you have to always go in neutral mm-hmm. but I will be honest I'm very soulless in the sense that I it takes a lot for me to cry mm-hmm. unless oh, really? I'm watching America's Got Talent <laughs> oh I cry ask my boss because <laughs> <laughs> he makes fun of me I cry all the time. If I, I watch a TikTok, I will cry. If I watch a sad video, I'll cry. I'm like that with like talent show videos, but in terms <clears> of like real life trauma, which is probably why my therapist was like, and mm-hmm, I'm Zoloft. Um, <laughs> but I definitely push things down and I dissociate. So I mm-hmm. can tell you a really horrible story or something really bad that happened to me without actually thinking about it. Right. Like, I don't really know how to describe <laughs> it. Like, I can say the words without Well, I can do that it. about myself, but when it's other people, I like, can do do, other like people other people are hurting or sad. I unfortunately do it with everything, and I have to, like, say to myself, no, like, you need to be upset. Like, this is a proper <laughs> emotion. I'm very empathetic, yeah. so it's not that, but mm-hmm. definitely there was some things that went down and were said during Maddie's experience that I was, like, clutching my pearls. I'm I was dead. like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh no! I would be fired instantly if I did that. No, I mean nothing it really like, wasn't that bad, but it just—they were very—they were very curt. It was nothing with their pet, like how curt. they treated the pet. No, not she at all. She was fine. No, 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 no. Like not, not at considering, all. but it was just like some of the things just they curt. said. I was like, oh. <laughs> we literally like fucking bring in a mood candle and some white noise, and we're like, oh. <laughs> It was just it was just traumatic and she was just a sweet, sweet, beautiful little angel. She was. So we had Creechy trying to die the week before. Literally. Then Claire, and it was just back to back, but I was like, you know what, we can't miss another week. Maybe people will be interested in hearing Mm -hmm. fucking Sean Kelly after I've bashed him for months for being a fucking raging Republican. And then I was like, (laughs) come on to my podcast. He was like, I won't say anything political. I was like, bitch, I know. I'll fucking edit you out. I will ensure it. I will end you. <laughs> I will literally ensure this does not occur. I'll be honest. I'm kind of procrastinating because I hate the motherfucker we're talking about today. I know. Well, first, let me say the strain that I'm smoking. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I forgot. Which is. Because I didn't do it last week. Cherry Chem. Um, it's a hybrid strain, but it's really indica dominant. I think it's like 80-30 usually. Wait, is indica the sleepy one? or the- <clears throat> Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Relaxing. Okay. I usually prefer, like, all my cartridges usually are indica because I have anxiety. And so it quells my anxiety instead of, like, making me super sleepy. Okay. I Although if I smoke flour, I'll get, I'll be tired. It just, like, <clears throat> brings you down a bit. Although I can smoke a lot. Yes. 
Well, I people mean, have been yes. impressed at parties. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Meanwhile, I Although, take two puffs at a me party. Me over in the corner, like my eyes literally completely shut. <laughs> <laughs> but you're aw- like standing. But I'm there. Um. So this strain is crossed with cherry pie and chem dog. Is it like sweet or sour or earthy? So Am I getting ahead of you? It's like Sorry. a diesely. It's sweet. Let me mix it. It's sweet. It's sweet, but it has like a diesel finish. Yes. It's like a two note. It's mm-hmm. not like But it's like got that blended. It's like sweet, in, like uh, sugary. It's like when you first smell it, you smell one thing, and then if you wait a second, you smell something else. Mm-hmm. It smells so good. Oh, I'm kind of here for this. Mm-hmm. It does, I could it live in a, weed smell. This is a good smell. I never thought I would get paid to smell weed. I'm here for it. Because I do it all day. And it's amazing. I mean, I never thought I'd get paid to fucking half tell stories about shit that I fucking probably get incorrect that no one really cares about. <laughs> Here we are. Yes. So a lot of people choose a strain to help with stress, uh, fatigue, and anxiety. And it's really great for taking the edge off of migraines, headaches, depression, <clears throat> chronic pain, and mood swings absolutely i've actually had really bad joint pain ever since my second moderna vaccine so everywhere um actually mainly in my ankles weird and i know it's from that because it started like within eight hours of getting that and it was such extreme pain that like there was no other is that a side effect other people have had i think so like joint and muscle pain but like this was very specifically like joint pain and it was so severe i had to take medicine you got the moderna one Mm-hmm. Oh, that should fuck you up. If you need to get anything, bitch, get Pfizer. It's two part, but Pfizer's supposed to be like just making people tired for the most part. Yes, I just was tired. That's it. Yeah, fatigue. It has like one of the same things in it as Moderna, which is why a lot of people also got what I had, which was like COVID arm and lymph node swelling. Mm. But in terms of reaction, I really wanted Pfizer because that's who makes all of the vaccines at my work for well, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And so I trust them. But uh, we'll see. In 30 years, I might be a zombie. TBD. We will see. But we won't die of COVID, probably. <laughs> now who is like, I got but to there's take my a mask off at work. Batch. As soon as our mask comes off, uh, like, <laughs> I finally can breathe at work. It's glorious. We, you know what? I'm not going to badmouth clients today. I don't have the energy for their mm-hmm. fucking negativity. But ours are off, but we have a giant fucking plastic partition. And they'll be like tapping on it like... I wish I could be closer. And I'm like, I don't. I wish you I wouldn't. literally don't understand. Do you want to, like, be in my soul? Like, yes. fucking, I don't want anybody this close to me. No. Get away. Hey. Unless you're a puppy, in which case you can certainly get into my soul. Multiple puppies, ideally. Yes. You lick me right in the face. That's a fact. I would love a puppy. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess we should get into it. Oh, okay. I didn't know if there was more. Oh, no. I don't have anything. Oh, no. Okay. That was it. Ugh, all right i'm ready i know Fine. he's the worst Fine. he's the worst i'm surprised still some people like have never heard of him sean was like who is chris watts <laughs> and i was like, like <laughs> how have people not heard of this what man? he well first i got um there's a term it's called a family annihilator uh, which is what he is 
Is it weird that I'm super familiar with that term from Criminal Minds? Yes. They, well, it's not weird. They have like it's you know because that show is based on like criminal behavior, so they have names yeah. for different types. Yeah, it's like a psychological like what classification. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> Look at me. I'm proud of you. So a family annihilator is someone who kills multiple members of their own family, such as their spouse, children, siblings, parents. Often in response to financial, professional, or relationship stressors. Or for being a little bitch. Um, And according to a study (coughs) of most family annihilators, the majority of these killers are men in their 30s. Are they white as well? Probably. Let's be honest. Let's just make some broad stroke assumptions. I'd love to see the statistics on that. Because I feel like... First of all, ain't no black man fixing to try to kill a black woman. She will fuck you up. (laughs) He try and she bit the fuck would you say like why who does this who how do you just it's sadly very common and i don't know if you have this written down and i apologize if i'm jumping into anything but i also read a study that Mm -hmm. it almost always happens in the month right before school would start back up because the mountain because it's august well a it's hot it's hot crime always happens when it's hot yeah or more happens more which is kind of stupid if you think about it because if you did it over the summer you wouldn't have as many people like where'd they go like fucking idiots i know they're going back to school nobody's giving them intelligence awards so basically to start at the beginning the summer of 2018 well i'll just start by saying that this is two days later (laughs) approximately (laughs) quick quick outro and intro it was just never it was not happening apparently it just stopped recording and we continued speaking for many minutes but you realized it thank goodness but i was honestly like so out of it from taking that medication (laughs) that i was like please please (laughs) can this be a sign from the heavens i need to stop (laughs) so like I was saying, let's start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, the summer of 2018, which um, should have been a really exciting time for the Watts family, uh, which is when Shanann found out that they were expecting their third child. Um, and they lived at that time in Frederick, Colorado, which was 27 miles north of Denver. Um, the two children were named Bella and Celeste, four and three years old, so really young. And Chris worked at a petroleum facility, like gas oil processing rig place, kind of in the middle of nowhere, but um, I think like an hour's drive from where they lived. And Shanann frequently went on business trips because she worked for a nutritional supplement company <laughs> that is definitely like Mary Kay or any of the other probably pyramid schemes that you see your old high school friend trying to sell you on Facebook after they insulted you for four years. Oh, and they'll be like, buy my stuff. And I'm like, bitch, I can't even afford to buy my groceries. Like, no, thank you. Um, But Shanann was a very avid... Avid? Okay. I think you were going for average and avid at the same time. She wasn't average, but she was avid (laughs) on Facebook. And she posted a lot of stuff about their family videos, videos of the kids, videos of her trying to sell these products. So she was very much um, on social media and posted their life all over social media. 
Um, so in 2010, that's initially when Chris and Shanann met because he sent her a Facebook request. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what a gem. What a wonderful person. And yeah, she pretty much had the perspective of it being like the best thing that ever happened to her um, meeting Chris. <laughs> and in 2012, November 3rd, 2012, they um, got married in Charlotte, North Carolina. And in December of 2013, they had their first child. So um, they were really excited to have um, this beautiful baby girl because Shanann really struggled with lupus um, throughout her life. And so it was always a concern throughout the pregnancies, but everything went really well. Um, And they just really always posted about how much they loved her and cherished her. Was he actually posting a lot too, or no. was it a lot of her posting? No, it was her. They loved it. Okay. I don't know that he used Facebook like that. I, I don't see. think so. Sorry, I was. Maybe it was all her. Um, then three years later, their second daughter is born. Um, again, really excited, really healthy. Um, no severe complications with her lupus so they posted she posted a lot about it on her facebook like i said pretty much every step of the way um but a month before their second child was born (laughs) they filed for bankruptcy so they both total made about ninety thousand, and um yeah, they just they had to file for bankruptcy. They couldn't afford their mortgage, car payments, and additional monthly expenses. And then the homeowners association where they live were suing them for unpaid HOA fees at the same time. That's freaking horrible. I don't even understand HOA fees. Like, I mean, I get it, but like, fuck all. It's like I guess the it's like the maintenance. It's I feel like to me, I kind of read it as like the. Some benefits of like when you rent that you get while you own, like certain things you're privy to in your neighborhood, depending on what those HOA fees cover. It's like, also, uh, I, I don't need somebody fucking named Jim going around telling me my grass is like a quarter correct. inch too long. You no. can fuck off. My grass is always too long. Literally, no. And I mean, I can't imagine the stress that it puts on a family bankruptcy in general but bankruptcy right before giving birth like no oh, finances will ruin a marriage absolutely i mean i don't have any finances good or bad so <laughs> that's cool but that's why you're happily married mm-hmm. at broke life <laughs> but um then may 5th 2018 <laughs> this is when she posted the infamous video that was quite um it was made very famous when this case broke, um, which I remember all of this happening. I remember it happening live, and then, like, how fucked up it was when we all found out that it was clearly him. Yes. But, um, yeah, she posted this video announcing their third pregnancy, and she had a shirt that said, oops, we did it again, and, like, the kids were in there, and they had, like, signs, and it was all cute, but um, when he walked in, you could just see it on his face. <laughs> Like, no thanks. He was like, oh, that's awesome. But, like, dead inside? Yeah. Probably. Um, Because he's a piece of shit. I mean, Which I, like, I don't get it. If you're really that unhappy in your marriage, just end it. I feel like... 
definitely don't be having well, don't be unprotected sex to the point of having a human produced as well. Right. Like, I don't know their circumstances, but I feel like, okay, if you're, like, not looking forward to another rocky. baby, maybe have that conversation. Well, she clearly wanted another baby, and he was clearly having an affair. No, I mean, accurate. He was um, like, oh, shit, that's going to fuck up my side fuck situation. Yeah, that really threw a wrench in his plans, clearly. Ugh, you can't, like, sneak out with a new baby. It's harder. Well, it's just more fucking money he'd have to pay her, I imagine, is what he was thinking. Yeah. Um, then June 17th for Father's Day, she posted this very touching post on Facebook, um, just saying how incredibly blessed they were to have him, how he does so much for them and takes such good care of them. Um, so excited to have their third child. Happy Father's Day, blah, blah, blah. Fucked up. It is really bizarre. Like, okay, I've never watched the documentary because... I don't know, like, I can't bring myself to watch him interact with his children that I know he murdered. It just fucking freaks me out. so weird. But from what I do know and what I have seen, like, I've definitely heard things she's posted or whatever. And I just, it's fucking crazy to me. Like, this, oh, it's so fucked up. There's this video of the kids, like, singing to him. I just don't understand how your brain can have, like, such a snap in empathy. Like, it's just crazy to me to take out, like, the children you created and, like, the woman. Like, I tell Sean all the time, if you're unhappy, just fucking leave me. Like, you need me to write it down. You can have all my shit. I assure you, if you were like, hey, either give me all your shit and give me a clean divorce or I'm going to murder you. I would take. I'd <laughs> be former. fucking without my shit. <laughs> Craig. Problem solved. Like, <laughs> what? What? In what world <laughs> did he mm-hmm. think that he was going to get away with it? I mean, his <coughs> That's what I don't get. This is not the 1800s where you could just shoot someone in the streets and go on with your business. It's not fucking Yellowstone. You see that show? No. There's murdering people left and right, and they're like, throw them in the brush. What? I don't know. They seem oh, to be Lord. Away a lot of murder in oh, that God. show. <laughs> what? I always watch it, like, whenever I go to my in-law's house. They're killing people on like, TV? They killed this chick and then, like, put her in a kayak to pretend she drowned. And I'm like, bitch, that ain't... Wait, they kill people on TV? It's not real life. Oh. It's a fake show. You got I'm me sorry. scared. Listen, I'm be honest. I was concerned. They killed this chick and they put her in a kayak. And they're like, <laughs> this is a great plan. And they put her in the water. And two seconds later, the kayak's like, bloop. And, like, flips over. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> great job. Anyway. Well. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> Well, that same month that she was posting that lovely tribute to him on Father's Day, he started speaking with the infamous Nicole Kessinger, who I guess also worked at the Petroleum Environmental Department um, and would see Chris um, like on a daily basis at work. So um, I guess he came by her desk one day, struck a up a conversation and then they started meeting outside of work um that month i remember like a lot of people saying how he was like considered conventionally attractive or whatever he's and, not and i'm like he looks like a fucking ferret first looks of like all a thumb, and also. i mean <laughs> yes he looks like a beady-eyed ferret but whatever he looks like a fucking she was into it I mean, I guess. But also, so. you fucking look. You can come for me all you want. Fuck you if you're f- fucking a guy who you know has fucking little kids and a wife. Like, man up. Just be like, hit me up when you're divorced. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's just 
You don't need that fucking smoke. You just, first of all, you don't need that drama in your life. No. Second of all, you're a shitty person. Like, yes. you're a shitty person. If you know about the relationship, it's not just as bad as the person who's cheating, but it's bad. Yeah. Like, you're a shitty yeah. person. Yeah, you're accountable for your own actions, too, and it's like, in no universe is that going to have a happy Now, if ending. you don't know, what are you going to do? You yeah. didn't know. You didn't know. He didn't, ex- he did, you know. The information wasn't brought to your attention when it was too late. Fine. Don't do it again. Whatever. But people who know. It's just messy. You're asking for a mess that, like. Clearly. There's no good ending. You either get your heart broken when you ultimately realize that person won't leave their significant other. Mm -hmm. You break up a family. Or you are privy to a murder. Correct. Like, no thanks. It's just not worth it. I have enough problems. Baby. And that man is not worth it i assure you no, because not first fucking of all chris hemsworth once a cheater always a cheater so if someone's gonna have an affair with you they'll have an affair on you 100 100 100 so if that's not what you want don't be dumb accurate now, that's all that's all <laughs> a public service announcement <laughs> um so yeah they started going out four or five times a week how the mother he had a whole family no no i would notice that I would notice once a month. <laughs> Just kidding. I probably wouldn't. But that's excessive. Well, what are you telling them? You know, four or five nights a week. And, um, yeah, he basically told her he was going to get a divorce or that he was almost divorced and that they were out of town. Um, oh, wait. And then later that month, they went out of town and then he said the, the divorce was final. So he, he told her when they went out of town, they left for six weeks. So they went to visit family in North Carolina for like six weeks. The um, Shannon and the kids. Yeah, Shannon and the kids, and left Chris alone at home because probably because of relationship issues. Let's be honest, that was never disclosed anywhere because the only people that know are him and her. Yeah, but, but I imagine being pregnant, like she's probably starting to sense at this time that because I yeah whatever oh, she we'll was reaching later, out to but, friends. Yeah, it, it's really um, brought to light in the documentary. It's so. Like I said, there's a lot that gets documented, but there was like, um, she reached out to her friends a lot, like talking about the text messages. They even show her text messages to her friend. It's kind of like intimate, if you ask me, to be showing in a documentary. But yeah, um, yeah, she was reaching out to her friends, being like, like, what the fuck? I don't understand what's going on. Like, he won't talk to me. Blah blah blah. So she knew something oh, she was amiss, yeah, and she probably was like, I got a baby. I can't. And he's just like, what a perfect opportunity to tell this girl I'm boning that I'm divorced. That the divorce is final and probably had her over to the house all the time while they were gone. Like, you're just fucking this man in a house with pictures of his kids? Uh, Yeah. And his wife? I guess so. I guess so. Absolutely not. Um, They they went on a date or were seen going on a date to some American, Shelby American Collection Car Museum on July 14th um, and spent the nights at Great sand dunes national park on july 28th all while his family was away guys are dumb i rest my case on the 30th he gave her a love note before joining his family on vacation <laughs> oh what did he tell her he was doing i don't know but he like on july 31st he flew to north carolina to join his family um and basically they were fighting the whole text fighting the whole way and um it's just really fucked up, honestly. I guess, like, he went in and joined the family vacation, but... 
Um, there wasn't like a lot, lot about it in the documentary, but that I remember. There probably was, but I don't remember. And yeah, it's just fucked up. Like, and he basically went down there, and they just were fighting all the time, pretty much. I know, like even then. She was, like, so desperate for that to work out. Like, I honestly feel like he could have been like, yeah, I've been fucking this girl. And she would have been like, okay, let's move past it. Like, what I could tell is she was clearly very in love with him. And she really did think he was, like, a wonderful dad and a wonderful person. Like, that poor woman died believing he was a wonderful dad. And, like, even knowing probably that he was cheating on her, she still, like, I don't know. I think she still really wanted to keep her family together. And She did. It's. I mean, she's also pregnant. She's like, I have his child literally happening. I can't. I cannot. If you're going to be scuzzy, it's one thing. But I swear to God, be fucking scuzzy while I'm pregnant with child. I will fucking waddle my ass to that bitch's house and lay her out. I'll be like, baby got front, bitch. Who does that? I mean, that, yes. And apparently there was record of Nicole looking at wedding dresses on August 4th on her cell phone. You've been dating for like a minute. A minute. One whole minute. 60 whole seconds. I'm pretty sure he was in, he's still in North Carolina with the family. Ew. <laughs> okay. Then they came back, and on August 9th, um, Shanann left for a business trip to Arizona. Um, she texted a friend that she and Chris had their best talk yet before she left on the trip, and that she felt really confident about it, and she wrote a handwritten letter to him about how excited she was for the future so like he's obviously saying something to her to give her these feelings like that would have been he was not being honest with her no that would be the time to say hey i'm feeling some murderous rage i need out yeah like just i can't do it anymore yeah like okay okay you can't fucking do it anymore whatever um august 11th while she was on her business trip he literally hired a babysitter to go out with nicole fuck off i know and he went to a sports bar probably (laughs) unsubstantiated hatred it says goes to a bar but i'm assuming sports bar. he seems the type of weasel that would go to like a fucking dave and busters yep you got some tickets babe yeah literally um so on august 13th 2018 at 1:48 a.m she returned from her business trip. Um, her friend Nicole Atkinson, the real MVP, yes, gives Shanann a ride to her home um, after they got back from the trip. Um, basically, somewhere between two o'clock in the morning and five thirty in the morning, he murdered them. No, he murdered Shanann. Excuse me, um, because. What really happens is, well, what he says happens. I mean, everyone knows what happens. But what he told everyone and the police, and he basically just went to work, right? So he drives off at 5.30 in the morning. He goes to work for the day. And Nicole, who knew that um, Shanann had an appointment at 10 o'clock in the morning for, um, it was a, a checkup with the gynecologist. So Nicole knew she had a checkup with her doctor. And even though they got in late, you know, she figured she'd sleep in, but she starts texting her, seeing she wanted to know how the appointment went, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's not getting back to her at all. So Nicole starts, like, getting a weird vibe. She's like, that's fucking weird. I don't like that. I'm going to go over there and see what's going on. I just love her so much. I know. She's a sweet, beautiful angel. It took her four seconds to be like, She was like, oh, no. 
I'm not here for this. So she goes over to the house and basically she peers into the garage. She sees that Shanann's car is there. Um, she knocks on the door. No one's answering the door. Her phone's not being answered. So she calls the police. No, she calls Chris, I think, first. Yeah, she does call him first. She calls Chris first. And she's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I'm here. And he's like, you need to go home. Like, basically mind your own business, probably. And, like, everything's fine. She said she was going out um, on a play date with some friends. And she's like, bitch, her car is Nicole's here. like, her car is here. The car seats are in the car. The fuck? Yes. You're are a you saying? liar. So, <clears throat> he plays it off. He plays it off. So, basically, I'm pretty sure she calls the cops. Yeah. She calls the cops. The cops get there. They're and like, I think okay, she- I can't get in without the homeowner's consent. So, what she does, she calls <laughs> Um, either Chris's parents or Shanann's parents and asks for the garage door code. I think she calls Shanann's parents because yeah. Shanann's parents come there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Got the code, goes into the house, starts searching around. Chris shows up in the midst of them being in there and is like, What's up? Hey, what's going what? on? I don't understand. Um,. <laughs> She just fucking ran on his whole ass parade. Like, <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> he came in. <coughs> I'm dying. <coughs> I'm dying. Please hold. Do you want some of this water? Yes. yes. <laughs> Keep that. You need, it, you need it more than me. Uh, okay, so this isn't even in my notes anymore, but so they're searching the house they're searching the house nicole's like what the fuck like i don't understand her car's here you can literally look up pictures like snapshots of like the video footage and this bitch is in the background like check there she's like check there nope what is this her purse is over here her wallet's here where's her phone she finds the phone in the in between the couch cushions she needs to be an attractive she was like oh yeah well um, what's that (laughs) (laughs) she was like what's that (laughs) what's she rips it out of the couch like mm, Christopher mm, Chris mm, Chris Oh he's such a bullshitter and like I don't even know well, He's a flaccid dick so Yeah he I don't remember the bullshit that came out of his mouth but I don't know they the play obviously knew that he was had something to do with it. He was being so sketchy and weird and suspicious and they actually go over to the neighbor's house. So cool. I mean you can see the footage on YouTube, but they go over to the neighbor's house and they watch his footage and he has a camera like angled at Chris's driveway kind of. Like there's foliage, but basically it's motion sense like censored. So when things move it starts recording. So um he sees you can see Chris's car coming from down the street um towards the house pulling into the driveway backing into the driveway into the garage right at like 5 20 5 30 in the morning and um it was just really weird because he usually parked his truck right out on the street and he was coming from all the way down the street so that was like the first thing that was suspicious and the neighbor um they were watching it with the cop and Chris, you could just see him, like, he had his arms crossed, and he's watching the footage, like, just really, really intently, trying to see if he can see... Like, what he's doing. Anything that he's doing. And, obviously not, what he... He put the body in the car in the garage, so it wasn't caught on camera. But you can see him pulling, backing into the garage, 
which is weird and suspicious like why do you need to back into the garage at 5 30 in the morning you have to move her body like at no point are you like oh my god i killed a person i killed Mm -hmm. the person i'm married to she's physically fucking pregnant about to give birth yeah i mean he uh, he strangled her i do believe yes and obviously at some point in the night he strangled her killed her puts her body on the floor of the backseat of the car then at however early in the morning 5 30 he gets both of the kids up puts them in the back seat of the car oh alive and awake and drives them one hour to the facility where he works um oh wait yeah the camera the footage i guess it caught him coming back whatever i don't know but he drives all the way to work and she's already dead the kids are in the back seat, probably asking, what, like, what's wrong with mommy? Who's dead on the floor. Who's dead on the goddamn floor. And for an hour. For I an hour. hate him. For an hour, he drove out there. A pretty, he just, like, threw her body into the brush, in a, wrapped in a blanket, and... What an idiot. You fucking work there. I know. Like, he didn't... I don't even... And the kids... He suffocated both of them, and then he threw them into an oil tank. I know there's some details about that that make me... I mean, it's all uncomfortable. That's all we need to really... Yeah, there's like just... Just trust me when I tell you that he's the most beady-eyed ferret fucker. He literally put one of their body in one tank and one of their body in a different tank. Oh, he did bury her. Okay, excuse me. But he it was like not very much like because Yeah, just they, like a oops, let's get this done. He buried her, but then the um blanket was like strewn about in the field. Because they found that later. And yeah, so essentially, they don't know any of this yet. He's pretending like he has no idea what's going on. Oh, I don't know. I don't know where they are. He does several news interviews in which he's like, oh, I just wish they would come back. I do remember <laughs> watching a clip where mm-hmm. Shanann's mom was like, oh, I told him don't go on TV because mm-hmm. in the beginning they were like, you're wrong. He mm-hmm. couldn't have done this. Like, there's no way. Of course, they, they defended don't him. Don't go on TV. It's a terrible idea. And she's like, I'm so glad he didn't listen to me because one of the big turning points for them to really hone in on him, aside from Nicole being like, okay, was he's like... If I'm not mistaken, he was like smiling during the interview, and there, she's like, you're... it was a smirk. It was like a oh, weird okay. smirk. I'll show you some. I hate Excuse him. me, that was rude. But um, it was just weird, and all of his mannerisms were really weird. And I think at some point he made a comment like about in past tense. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he said something in past tense. I remember Crime Junkie talking about that. <laughs> but oh, I wonder how they're doing <clears throat> over at Crime Junkie. Um. They have much more diligent research, I can assure you of that. <laughs> They're also not smoking weed the entire time. We're doing our fucking best. We're here to entertain the Most people. Most of this is from my memory. With loose facts. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Honestly, the best part of the documentary is when they finally, like, they have Chris in the interrogation room for hours and hours. Probably, like, nine or ten hours, as they usually do. Because at this point, they didn't have the bodies yet, right? Mm-mm. Any of them. They don't know that they're dead. They think they're missing. This fucking fucker. I know. And everyone's like out looking for them. And, you know, it's like a whole thing. Two kids and a mom missing. And, 
yeah he's like oh i just don't know where they would go blah blah blah. well obviously it gets real suspicious you know the whole truck footage thing with the neighbor and all this stuff so the police obviously bring him in and interrogate him and at a certain point they're like okay well we're just gonna do a what's it called i don't know what are you saying lie detector polygraph polygraph a polygraph test and they bring this woman in who is the most savage she's so fucking funny i mean it's not funny but it is kind of funny so she literally like looks him in the eyes and she's like well i'm so glad you came today because there's absolutely no way you would have come here today if you had done anything to hurt them because we'll find out (laughs) and he's like yeah no you know like whatever and and she literally she was literally like yeah like nobody nobody who's guilty would come in here today because that would be the dumbest thing you could do like we're gonna find out right so we all know everything's good you know just answer as honestly as you can blah blah blah. so they go through all the questions and (laughs) he shook us he failed the Shocker. And obviously that does not hold up in court. Like, let's be honest. But no, this is like a scare <clears throat> tactic for interviews. Oh, absolutely. To, like, get your leverage. They got him. They got him good. Psychological warfare. That's what it is. <laughs> and it and is. And they were like, we're fucking coming to war. They were getting a cold. She Bring did. Her she Let did. She had him shooketh. <laughs> and then the he failed. There, she'd be like, did thou not do some bullshit? Mm-hmm. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> oh, she's a piece of work. Too. She would have beat that ass. Um... But, yeah, he failed. He failed. So she came back in, and she's like, yeah, so um, obviously you failed. So just tell us what happened. Tell us where they are, Chris. Tell us where they are, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) And she, like, had him. And then they basically, he was like, I just want to talk to my dad. And so they brought his dad in. He, His dad was basically like, tell me what happened. I just want to take a second because I think back about Casey Anthony and how – that the mother of that murderer was like just letting her slander her dad make false claims about being abused Mm -hmm. and all this knowing damn well that her granddaughter was murdered by her daughter yeah this dad was like where the fuck are my grandkids you Mm -hmm. tell me what's up yeah so i'm here for that i'm here for you still loving your child no matter what even when they're a monster but also making them own up to their shit so they can be punished yeah and he he admitted it he admitted everything that he did in that Um, interrogation room where he thought no one was listening because people are fucking dumb i mean i hope everyone knows that those rooms are fully recorded audio visual i mean i hope they still don't know because many a confession apparently can be retrieved (laughs) by a moron well you can't teach smart (laughs) they try but and yeah i mean he did it he confessed obviously and um on november 10th he was sentenced to life imprisonment um let's see uh including 48 years for unlawful termination of shenan's pregnancy and 36 years for disposing of the bodies of his family uh, five life sentences without the possibility of parole. I was like, okay, that seems a little light. No, 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 no I didn't, yeah, I didn't read the first part. <laughs> I was like, uh... Five life sentences without the possibility of parole. Okay. Well, so, I still wish he had He will die in prison. Him. No, the death... I get what you're saying. Like, let them suffer long. <clears throat> yeah. You're no. right. You're right. 
It's so much worse to have to spend the rest of your life in prison without the possibility of parole. Bitch, you have nothing to look forward to. You have no hope. You have no hope. That girlfriend that was so important to you. I'm glad that it was so worth it. (laughs) Or you thought. I don't know why people think you're going to get caught. You're going to go to jail. Like, I get it. Like, financially divorced. But just be like, I don't have any money. You know how many fucking deadbeats are getting away with that every day? Many. Many. Do it. Just move on. I'm. Sh- I assure you, Move anybody would rather have change your life. name. I don't like, know what to tell you, but yes. what a fucking weasel. Sean better not ever pull some shit like that trying to kill I me. I honestly would rather die alone. Maybe, probably. Then I think it buried. would be so much worse to die at the hands of someone you truly trusted than a stranger. Yeah. Oh yeah. To just be looking in the face of a somebody person. that you share your bed with every single night just like, kills you. Yeah, like a person you've produced children with. You've had like an intimate, I don't know, it freaks me out. That's so scary. That's yeah. scary that people are capable of that, A. Yeah. And that is my final point. That's all I have to say as well. I really hate him, so it's hard for me to get through this because this case just makes me sick. I don't know what it is about him <clears throat> in particular. It's just something about his face, his mannerisms, the smug look he has, the fact that he thought he was going to get away with it, his stupid girlfriend, their fucking wedding dresses, all of it. Oh, my God. He really thought he was going to get away with it, I guess. Oh, my God. Why, though? Like, how, though? Maybe he didn't. Maybe he just was fucking having a psychological break. And I mean, he clearly did that. I mean, I'm not justifying his behavior at all, but I do think this could be a little good segue as to why we should support and respect discussing the mental well-being of men as well and stop the toxic masculinity that i do think can lead not to cheating not for him but i do think that there is a pressure with children with money with whatever and we've created such a culture where men feel like they can't seek help or talk about it or whatever that we're not helping so let's be better i don't think he would have sought help because he clearly just wanted to fuck someone else but for other guys <laughs> yeah he was that a piece of shit pressure. i also forgot this point but before he fully confessed to all nine counts he first said that shanann killed the two kids oh yeah and that he killed that. shanann um in rage in rage and but couldn't just they, like prove that it. she died first like i surely oh, yeah. a coroner could prove like yeah but also no way bitch like no way bitch there's no way this woman First of all, she's fucking pregnant, about to give birth. Where's she even going to get the stamina for that? No. What a fucking monster. He's the worst. He's the devil. It's really horrible. And, like, I mean, my only solace is that she didn't have to see her children. How do you avoid marrying someone like that? You can't because he faked it so well. That's scary. Like, that's the thing. Like, we always teach our kids, like, oh, don't trust this stranger. Don't trust this stranger. But... I feel like literally <clears throat> the majority of the time your kids are sexually abused by family members. Oh, yeah. They're, you know what I mean? Yeah, strangers are real for sure, and there's issues, but this guy, like, I've seen some of the videos. He looks happy. He looks normal and mm-hmm. looks like he loves his children. I guess he was happy. I don't know, man. Weird. And honestly, had it not been for him fucking around with another girl, I could even say, like, people do snap they get overwhelmed they it changes your brain chemistry but like i I can't for him there's just too many things this wasn't like a quick thing there was a build-up and a lead-up of you doing shitty things for months like it's not long time 
Yeah, it's not like one day, like, something happens and you just snap and it's a crime of passion. Like, you fucking have been fighting with this woman. You've been seeing this other woman. You've been emotionally invested in someone else. You left your marriage already. Yeah. And this poor girl was just trying to hold on to you because she thought you were so wonderful. Oh, fuck you. I know. Him and Scott Peterson could both fuck right off. This is why you should never marry a white man. Just kidding. I already have one. Fuck. What do I, can I trade him in? A white man in their 30s are the most dangerous. Bro, Sean's in his 30s. I know. He's going to snap. He's going to be at me. It's going to be at me. You hear the way I talk to him? He's definitely justified. I'm going to be murdered in a crime of passion. I have to leave. Back. No, he'd spare you. No, I don't know. He might kill you first. <laughs> And then get me. I should stop playing because if somebody ever kills us, they're gonna be like, "It was that one." <laughs> He'll be innocent over there, fucking playing Pokemon, and they'll be like, "That fucking Weasley was- motherfucker did it." <laughs> they'll see that picture of him reposing at Crystal Lake, and they'll be like, "That fucking suspicious motherfucker." <laughs> Look at that shitty grin. It was him. It was him. <laughs> Every like female listen to our podcast will be like, "It's Sean. He it's likes Trump." <laughs> He killed her. <laughs> they'll be like, do you have We're anything gonna have to substantiate We're going to have fallen in the shower. That? And they'll literally look at his Make America Great Again hat and be like, obviously, it was him. You're right. I'll literally like fucking, I don't know, fall. Slip on the cat. Yes. And break my neck and they'll be like, it. look, it you it. need to, I'm not telling you to do, but you need to, you need, they'll pull fucking a Nicole. They'll come to my house and be like, pulling my cell phone out of the fucking blankets. Yes. It was him. He'll never survive it. Oh, he wouldn't. Just let me clarify. I really don't know because you never know anyone, but I don't believe that Sean intends to murder me. Um, And he's dealt with some (laughs) baby back bullshit for me over these uh, 15 years we've been together and I'm still Mm. kicking. So so we'll see i do think if i brought one more cat in here he might it it could get suspicious oh side (laughs) note side note for his dad who hates cats right he was like i don't like cats fuck cats cats (laughs) he came over yesterday i wasn't Mm -hmm. here and sean sends me a picture of his dad holding my cat creature the naked cat and just like loving him so we went to sean's dad's today and he texted sean and was like bring the cat we had to fucking pack up our cat and take him there and the whole time, he was like, do you want to hang out with Granddad? Ooh. He fucking loves the cat! <laughs> he loves it! I love it so much. I'm sorry I'm I screamed dead. in your ears, but guys, like, you know, with the infertility, it's hard. And he straight up picked up my cat and was it. like, sit with Granddad. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. It's so cute. That's the real MVP. So some people aren't scummy. That's the lesson here. <laughs> yes. Some people like naked cats. Some people don't murder their whole family. Yeah, no family annihilators allowed. No. Well, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. I did do all of my notes. I'm going to do my SeaWorld episode. Yes. It's bananas. I'm excited. I do I'm recommend excited, that anybody who has access to it watch the Netflix documentary Blackfish. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Sad. It was the main source of information, and then I just went around and i like double checked articles and substantiated True. some things i did i do tr- put a lot of trust in netflix ability to research i'm be dead oh, yeah. ass they pay people a lot of yeah. money i'll be like they Come they on. research that this is accurate Come but on. like i didn't want to tell certain stories from that like i wanted to leave some because i do think people should watch the documentary it's yeah. so good and so crazy and i'm not a documentary person but anyway that's what we're going to talk about next week we're going to talk about tilikum 
All right, that's all. That is all. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.